Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We say bonjour to Sherlock Wells. Ralph and Caitlin are getting closer to finding out where her dad is, and we are finding out Cicada's a dad, so stay tuned. We've got a lot to talk about. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I mean, literally. Don't kill our What is up, guys? We're back for another episode of The Flash After Show, Season 5, Episode 3. I am your girl, Drew Jones, and I could not do this without my panel. Hey, y'all, it's Chauncey K. Robinson. What's going on? It's Jamie Alexander. How's it going, guys? It's Zach Silverman. Like I said before, we have so much to talk about. We found out Cicada's a dad. Uh, Ralph and Caitlin are really starting to dig in deep with the whole mysterious where's Caitlin's dad. And Cisco, we just, we have to get into that. But um, we also have our baddie comic book breakdown where Zach will break down our baddie guy of the week. And as always, our girl Chauncey is going to give it to you guys all about the gossip that we have going on. And there's a lot going on this week. So make sure to stay tuned. What are your all's uh, initial thoughts of this episode? Um, well, I, this episode went a little bit slower than usual. They did have these moments where it was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? I feel like I grabbed you like twice. I was like, what's <laughs> going totally on? Did. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed it for what it was. There was some really slow moments, but there was some ones that really like had me on the edge of my seat. And I think it's something that's going to be a good segue for what's coming up next. But it, it was good for what it was. I am appreciating this season, uh, given that we are in season five right now. We have seen the characters be pretty streamlined of who they are. I feel like this season's kind of putting a, a flip on things. Cisco's completely different as a character, uh, which I'm kind of liking. Caitlin has always been all over the place. We could see Barry in a different in a different uh, mind frame, being now he's a father. It's it's jarring, but I'm starting to like it. I like this episode for the appreciation of where the characters are going. Yeah, I um I thought there were some moments in this episode that were really good in terms of kind of uh, Nora finally calming down a little bit and some other moments with Wes Allen. Um, But it wasn't, I don't know, I don't know if it was as strong as the previous episodes with this one in particular. So yeah, I can appreciate a show that really wants to set up the foundation of the season, but I kind of want that to be within the first one, maybe two episodes. Mm -hmm. So this felt a little long, but we did get some gems. Um, Let's hop into Ralph and Caitlin's kind of storyline. Ralph is obviously helping her figure out what this whole situation is with her dad. What are we thinking here? I think they're both helping each other. She's helping him feel useful, but she kind of needs him. 
And so I like what they have. I know last week we were talking a little bit about who's going to hook up with who. And I saw a little <laughs> moment. They, you know, little looks and smiles in the car that, you know, no. Rob and Caitlin were having. You never no. know, you know. <laughs> so I just thought I felt a little something there. But I think it's really cool how they're supporting each other in different and unique ways that it's also helped pushing the storyline forward for them. I, um, I... Caitlin looks at everyone like that sometimes, I feel like, because she's always, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, she's always on the prowl, but, like, she can't say, I mean, this is the longest she's been single, to be honest, like, um, so she's probably in her mind thinking maybe, I don't know if Ralph really looks at her like that, to be honest, I think Ralph looks at everyone maybe kind of like sisters and brothers, so I wouldn't necessarily go that way with him, um, but I do think, uh, it was nice to see Ralph, because one of the things I've liked about this season so far with Ralph is the fact that we've gotten to see him more as a detective. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, in the beginning, he was feeling, like, of this episode, he was feeling like that meme. He got memed. It was so, like, pop pop culture. And we were, were able to see him kind of do what he does best, which, which is actually, he's a pretty good detective. He's actually a really good detective. So, I enjoyed that. I'm, oh, go ahead. He's like a beat detective. Like, how they call it, a beat cop, like, on mm-hmm. the street. Uh, he has all the nitty gritty. He knows all the ins and outs, and when people are lying, and he's like with his powers, can now do things that he never was able to do. I'm sure he broke into places plenty of times to try and figure out crimes or whatnot. But now he could do it like tenfold. Has anyone else like gotten the vibe from vibe? Um, <laughs> the feeling from Ralph this episode that he, as a character, is just very grounded. But he hasn't been so. He has his jokes and his quibs really fast, but his acting just—it seems very. I don't. Know, he's grounded very grounded. Grounded is the only word I could think of. I'm digging it. Like, do you guys feel that? I like it a lot more than. I mean, he was really fun and all that last season, but it just got to be a little bit too goofy. So I know what you mean. We're still getting that flavor from him and the funny little things, and he has these moments which are great, but he's, I think, grounded is the perfect word. We're getting a real character from him right now. Yeah, I agree, because sometimes my biggest critique with The Flash is it can get a little campy, and his character definitely brought that last season. So I'm glad that he's kind of chilled out a little bit. (laughs) And I also really like that we're getting Caitlyn, and we're not getting Killer Frost, because sometimes, like last season, I think we got a little bit too much Killer Frost-focused. And I like that this season, at least as of right now, we're kind of like getting back into Caitlyn and her storyline. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I, I mean, <laughs> it's still Killer Frost oriented, but it's not so. It's not her so much fighting it. It's not this internal battle of like self hate and bo- you know. It's it's focused on something. because it just it gets tired after a while. Like, oh, Killer Frost. No, she's my friend. No, like I. It was too much, and so I like that we're focusing on Thomas Snow, her dad, and so she takes it directly to her mama, and her mama, you know, is well, a liar. Lies her through her a teeth. Liar and a man- manipulative person. Um, I was just going to say with the Caitlyn thing, I think I only, my only issue with it is the fact that because they're focusing on her, I'm being reminded that she's not as dynamic as some of the other characters in terms of just like wit and things. She was a little yeah. bit more sassy in the first season because she used to come back bury mm-hmm. a little bit and be like, oh, just take this. And now she's kind of the sweet one and I don't know. It just it falls a little flat to me without Killer Frost. But then we saw it when, like you were saying, when you when she took it to her mom, 
um, that that bitingness came out mm-hmm. a little bit more. Like, oh, thanks a lot, mom. You know, like those are moments when I think we see where Killer Frost originated from in yeah. terms of a personality when she's allowed to have a little bit more edge to her. Because I think that edge is a part of Caitlyn. But without it, I don't know. It just, it's something missing for me with her. But Yeah, there was definitely a, a few missing moments I'd like to think. We definitely saw the chemistry or lack thereof with... Her mother and the bitterness and clearly something had gone on in her childhood. But when she was going through all the paperwork and trying to reminisce on her father, for some reason, that just, I, I didn't really care for that scene. It kind of just like blew by me. Like I wasn't affected. You have no heart. No, I do have a heart. <laughs> <laughs> like for moments like that, I, I, I love those types of moments. Yeah. I'd love to see the actors really delve into the backstory of who their character is. But for that moment, it just... I don't know. It kind of felt very pushed and fast. I mean, pushed and fast makes sense because he almost came out of nowhere. Like, we didn't start talking about Caitlyn's dad until a couple episodes. You know, it was just kind of what it was. We met her mom. We had her going on and we never spoke about him. So I could see how you feel like it felt a little bit forced because now there's almost this whole character that Mm. we're talking about now. He's got a file. They got inside jokes. They have, You know what I mean? Yes. It feels very forced. It feels like, you know when, like, a random celebrity will die and then suddenly everyone has some personalized memory of him and you're like, girl, I've never heard you talk about Professor Snape until this moment, you know? y'all are brutal right now. Like, she talks about her dead No, but I mean, like, I I get what you're saying. We never had any hint of it in the last four seasons, so it just feels very, like... Okay. And that's nothing against the actress herself. No, no. She's she's amazing. But it's just, I think sometimes the Flash, when the season doesn't focus on a character, they do, they drop the ball on them. And so they kind of, it was just very like, cool, I love that we're focusing on Caitlyn. I just wish we would have had more of this last season so it didn't feel so out of left field. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was the little tidbits, like you were saying. Like I, I actually, I'm joking, but I, like with the brutalness. But I actually agree. I just wanted to be the one person with the heart on the panel when it came to her talking about her dead dad and a suicide note that she got. <laughs> but I mean, it was it all was. She was like, you know, we used to do this thing, and I'm like, why did she never bring this up before? Like had a whole great relationship with your dad and you I mean maybe you know their whole thing is like because he died she never wanted to mention him sort of a deal but I don't know it just it was kind of like yeah there's a whole relationship you've got now and you're so fond of it you ain't you you never said anything of this yeah we got like faint because someone in the chat saying we heard about it last season, but it was the reason we heard about it last season was to because set it up for this right. season <laughs> this it was, but before that it was just <laughs> I don't know. But so this this suicide note, obviously at first glance, it seems like it's just that, a suicide note. But then we find out it's actually, a, there's a message in there for Caitlin. That was cool. I did think that was cool. I enjoyed that. That was worth it. <laughs> Zach, Zach doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, cool. You set it up. Cool. You got like little games, all this cool uh, stuff. You know, you and your father. If you're, one of your like, best memories of your father is that you used to play these games, you used to do puzzles and all this stuff. How is that not something that you first think of? Why does Ralph have to come in and give you the periodic table and you're just put it to the side and then you're like, oh, wait a second. Maybe I should look at this. She already said it was so out of character for her father to write something. Uh, I just, I don't know. 
I mean, and then the message itself. I'm sorry. Come find me. Caitlin, I mean, come find me. Mind you, when I first saw the periodic table and the no, I instantly I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's a lot more than this. But I mean, I don't know. I think that's a little heartless. <laughs> like you're over. If it. I'm grieving my dead father, which daddy, you're not dead, and I'm sorry for even putting that in existence. Um, if I'm grieving my dead father, and you know, I read this like suicide note, and I'm looking at things, I'm not in- instantly going to be like, this means something, you know? Fair enough. I'm not. I've never been in that position, so you're right. I mean, I think. I mean, it was cute. It was like, come find me. I'm just, th- also, I'm thinking, like, how long has that letter been there? And it wasn't just that one line, you know, of yeah. just like, could it, could it have been a little bit more specific? I mean, no address, <laughs> you know, just, you know, like something else. And come, like, I mean, the, this note has been in this file for some reason. Why was the note also, yeah. it's like everything was in the file. Was that just where her mom kept a, a filing cabinet of her dead husband? I, I wasn't understanding yeah. that. Um, it was a little, some, but think about it, and like I, I think it's a little bit of what Zach is leaning towards too. Maybe with the whole, oh yeah, I feel like stuff was just a little too convenient at times when it came to this it, this particular episode of, oh my gosh, all this stuff is in this one filing cabinet that I never thought to go to before <laughs> in this one room that happened to have my code being my birthday, which you know your mama don't um, like you that much, and it's just. It was just kind of like, man, this needed... It was one of those writing things where it it, it was written <laughs> because it needed to happen sort of a deal. Um, yeah, it, it did seem kind of like sloppy storytelling a little yeah, it bit. Yeah, it was kind of... It was, it, was it was too convenient a little bit for me. Because what makes you... It makes you wonder if... Why is it in the file? Because clearly someone knew it was important enough to put in a file that's secured, you know? So it's like, do did someone already figure it out beforehand? And that's why <laughs> yeah, it's in the I file. Just, or This one room with this filing cabinet. And, like, this room is so high-tech, but then it has, like, these old filing cabinets. Like, why went in the filing cabinet? In this big building. How did they know to go to that room? <laughs> I'm kind of wondering why was he even in there? Was he ever an employee? Yeah, or, exactly. I mean? It poses too many questions. Too, I think he was. I think they worked together or something, because he was a scientist too, or something, right? Uh, Were we I, told any of that? Yeah. I don't quite remember. Maybe something. I don't know. But <laughs> it was just—it was just all too convenient for me. I just, although there was someone that seemed to be watching her when she a found a mysterious oh, figure. That, okay. that mm-hmm. was interesting. I mm-hmm. thought that was. I mean, I like the setup of the mystery. I just hope there's a good enough payoff with this. I hope so too, because like, it, it's someone hacked into Star Labs. Because that's where she was, right? Yeah. You know, so someone has enough power to hack into Star Labs without being detected. And it looked like a man, right? It wasn't yeah. her mother. It was like a bald-headed dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So hopefully it's a nice setup for the father. And maybe he's been watching over her this whole time. Mm. Which is kind of sentimental and nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you're trying to... I am. The chat is real to me. Real hard brutal to me. The chat is super brutal. But we love when the chat talks to us. Yeah. We love being to talk with you all. And Jamie's going to tell you guys how you could continue to chat with us. Yes, you guys. So we just want to let you know that our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, not just this one. So whether it's reality TV, drama, sci-fi, and more, I promise you we work the hardest to make sure we are serving you, television fans. But we definitely need your help. So we would like you to please subscribe to one, two, three, four of our YouTube channels, any of them, because by subscribing, you'll actually get content from YouTube that you're interested in. And you will be helping us grow. So that's a win-win. But if you're worried about pesky notifications and things like that, don't be because it's optional. Um, So just 
right now if you want hit the subscribe button and check out you know this channel and our other after buzz youtube channels and let us know you did so when you do so and we'll give you a shout out on air so you can look cool in front of all your fancy friends but for now thank you so much for being the best part of us our greatest fans and for helping us and keeping us the espn of tv talk Thank you. Yeah, we really do love talking to you guys. Shout out to Nicholas Kelly, who literally tweets me after every episode and gives your theory. I do read them, and I do love them. I was going to say, I was going to highlight what Black Magic 99 (laughs) said, which is, I think I kept saying this last season, which was, shout out to five seasons of Star Labs Trash Security, because someone was able to watch Caitlyn in Star Labs once again, and it's just like... But wait, are they in Star Labs? Do yeah, we know that for sure? Okay, well, yeah. Well, I not the I mean, person being is that, but they're able to somehow have cameras that they can access, access Star Labs. So. The only thing that I will say to that is maybe because of their systems, uh, the satellite being destroyed, right. they have open systems now for people to kind of get into, and they don't really have a way to detect it just yet, so maybe it's a setting up of... We've still had like four seasons of people just strolling yeah. up in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, shout out to Ryan S. in the chat who says he is subscribed. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, let's hop into, it's about time, you know. I was wondering how many episodes it was going to be before we got the new version of Harry. <laughs> oh, my God. And she I personally will. am very satisfied with this, with Sherlock. I'm always Sherlock. satisfied with Tom Cominon. Well, um, what, do, what do we think of this new Version. I was not <laughs> expecting him to be French. Yeah, there's that. I'm entertained by it. He still has the same essence, but this new little French flavor and all of the wives and the tea, <laughs> just all of you know, because before it was coffee that he was into, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed it. He is very on top of it, and I like the way he's actually uncovering things in a very, um, like he's finding the smallest things and making something of it so that we can see more clear, which I, I love the character. He's fun. Yeah, I, I, I it's going to take some getting used to a little bit because yeah. it's, at first I was thinking, is he going to be around all season with that accent? Yeah. You know, that accent's <laughs> fine, but it's, it just seems like it's a, a like something to have to keep on or up. You know, I think Tom Common, of course, will be able to do it. It was just kind of like it's a little jarring. It's a little jarring if he's going to keep the accent the whole time. But I did like the way they kind of maneuvered him in with the whole being some... Because this season has mystery in it, right? So it makes sense that they have a Harry that is about mystery. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact, although I was a little confused why Cisco was so mad at the other Harry because he was complimenting all of Team Flash before and I guess guess that Harry was like mean to him before or something like that. So it was kind of funny and then he, of course, Sherlock comes, so. I think that's an example of how the timeline changed from Nora because Mm -hmm. in prior seasons he was he was horrible. He was very mean to everyone. He he thought he was the smartest. Yeah. From what I can remember. And so that's, I think he's pulling from that. Mm. Something must have happened because he for somehow knew who Nora was as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did know a lot. And then all of the references to just having had killed the Hirsch guy 37 times and like, I still don't understand some of that and how, how, you know, how he's been so present for everything and has done this process a million times already. Yeah. So that was interesting. I think he was saying something about different Earths, though. Yeah, right? he, he had done it on multiple, on 36 Earths. Oh, 36. So this I guess, is the 37th. Yeah. So I guess Sakata was someone who had been around and had always been Hirsch, but now this whole thing with Nora, which was, I mean, 
it was interesting that um, that's probably why he didn't want to work with Ralph either, either because he already thought he yeah. knew the situation. So he's like, oh, we both can't do it. But it was more so because he already thought he knew who it was. Yeah. I thought mm. it was cool that they did the little Hirsch thing because isn't that who Cicada is in the comic books is he's David Hirsch? <laughs> oh, Chat, you can help me out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like one of his aliases in the comics. And so um, I read an article saying that like they're – that how they handle Cicada on the show is going to be different than how they did in the comic book. Yeah. So I feel like this was maybe them saying... Uh, That's what you thought yeah. Yeah. Right yeah, going ahead and just separating the two. Which so, is great. Yeah. My only thing with <laughs> this Wells is that we've got... I feel like Wells is... Harrison Wells, Harry, HR, whoever, has been kind of... We've gotten some awe moments from... You know, we've gotten a lot of deep moments. We've got a lot of self-revelation. We've gotten character growth and i just don't know if i can get character growth from this accent that's what i'm saying the accent <laughs> i feel like the accent's gonna throw me off for a little bit so if he has one of those because every flat you know we always have the deep you know moments mm-hmm. and talks with people so it's kind of like is he gonna be able to yeah. <laughs> are we gonna be able to take that seriously when he has that moment of someone's gotta cry yeah but you know? hr was really <laughs> kind of goofy when we first yeah, got HR him and then he ended up being his moments yeah so and then the one prior HR was it Harry prior to him? He was he, from Earth Two. Mm-hmm. He was just uh, horrible. Yeah, just, just mm-hmm. really mean all around. And he had those moments still where he was very heartwarming and, and those moments that we liked. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't necessarily have a heartwarming moment. Although I did get a different note from him at the end when he was kind of sizing up Nora. Like, hmm, it wasn't as charactery. I really felt more like he was actually. You know, seeing something and showing us something that he was ready to reveal as far, instead of it being so, like, thrown off by the accent, that this, that that, I was actually getting some Sherlock from yeah. him that I enjoyed. I felt like it validated his character again. There yeah. You go. Great way to put it. Because clearly he's a great, he yeah. is a great detective. He just, like Cisco said, had got lazy. And he was like, well, actually, I'm really good. I just, mm-hmm. after 37 times, what was I supposed to mm-hmm. do? Can we also talk about the fact that he knew about Iris's tattoo? That she... <laughs> That was so funny because he was like, what are you hiding? Something you had and now you don't. And it was like a tattoo, maybe an ex-lover. And when Barry, when it went to Barry, he was like, like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what tattoo? But it was so funny because the only other tattoo it could be is Eddie. And it's like, she really got a tattoo of Eddie? Like, while they were together? That's weird. I mean, they were going to get married. I guess. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get tattoos of... People you're in relationships with. It's like the number one rule of tattoos. And I guess Iris knows that. No. Now she knows. Now she knows. I just saw that. I just, I really was waiting for Barry to bring it back up. Like, <laughs> so, like so, that, so that tattoo, what was that about? We're not going to talk about this. <laughs> right. Especially because they've been best friends their whole life. So where did he miss that? Well, he probably hadn't seen her naked until recent, not recently, but. I mean, well, there's that. <laughs> it's her <laughs> arm, not her butt. No, but it's on her shoulder. Like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> Cover up a shoulder a lot, you know. Just wear that sleeve for a while. Tank top, summertime. No, I feel you. Listen, he probably would. Never mind. We're not gonna go down that road. (laughs) Anyway, um, what do we think Sherlock thinks about uh, the Nora situation? Because I was really interested in the whole Nora moment with him at the end of the episode. Clearly, she was a little shook by it. Because he said, what did he say? He said, um... You're saying he was kind of putting it to her, being like, so that wasn't just you who told you to do that. Because this like, whole time you came up been, with that on your own? 
type yeah, of movie? Yeah, because the whole time she's been watching, and then all of a sudden you decide to act. And he went back and was like, oh, but that's the excess in you. That's why you did it, because you are excessive. Um, I think he was playing into her to try to feed... I mean, it's just for the, it's for us, the audience, really. Could it possi- possibly be that there is a twin? Do we or Have we completely nixed out the twin... Uh. The twin concept? I would love a twin. That would be really cool. But then it'd be kind of like, how did she just omit him the whole time unless he had went evil or something like that? Okay, but wait, who would be the twin? Well, you know, they had there was the tornado twins uh, originally in the comics. and yeah. But with this route, they seem to have gone with them just having one child, which I was a little disappointed, but I was like, okay, they're just going to go with, you know, a daughter or whatever, but it'd be interesting if there was a secondary person kind of maybe waiting on the other end of the timeline yeah. and like telling her what to do or something. Because maybe the twin took the more Iris route and like when this is just hypothetically Barry do, does disappear, maybe the twin chose to kind of react like Iris does and stays away from trying to be like Barry and to he or she wouldn't necessarily time travel. They would just yeah. kind of maybe live. help out or something. Yeah. Just saying. That would be interesting. It I would be interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. I also, the first thing I thought too was maybe, I don't know, if only way that it could maybe tie together is that maybe she was wait- working with Caitlyn's dad or something somehow. That yeah. did cross my mind. But I don't oh, know how that would, that would make sense. I thought it was more of, um, well, there was a well still around that he, uh, she was working with. Mm-hmm. Like a future older well, older, older wells had told her to do something to affect the timeline in a certain way. Or I wonder if it could have even been cicada related because that crossed my mind, especially with her. I feel like she was the one that kind of discovered, oh, well, he didn't or well, you know, when they all discovered that he didn't kill these people and in the sequence and he's here early. Sure, it could have been the timeline thing, but maybe there's something where they're connected in the future somehow. Mm. There's too many, too I many, yeah, too many possibilities and too many people that exist in this universe <laughs> yeah. that could possibly be Hooking it up. But someone we did actually learn about a, a little more was our boy Cicada. I'm going to say our boy because, you know, I kind of like him. I like him as I mean, a villain. I mean, he is Chris Klein. So. Yeah. <laughs> he was dreaming. He sure is. <laughs> he sure is Chris yeah. Klein. But um, I'm enjoying his presence. Same. Even if, you know, he does have a mask on half the time. Yeah. Those smoldering Sorry. eyes. He's trying to do the Tom Hardy thing, you know. Yeah, he is a little like... Knock off Bane. <laughs> Better than that Bane reveal we got this week from oh. that <laughs> Sorry, guys. Anyway, <laughs> I feel that deeply. But um, we find out that Cicada has a, a daughter. daughter. A daughter. A daughter. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is kind of still um, mirroring what the comic books are, uh, where he did have a daughter, which was killed. But in this uh, show, we have her hurt by something. She's knocked out and unconscious. We don't know for how long she's been like this, but... Clearly, he has a relationship, some sort, with the doctor. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Yeah. Because that threw me off. I was like, oh, they're cool like that. He's showing all the glowing, and she knows he's running around the city and doing these yeah. things. That was interesting. It's kind of a, it's kind of like a daredevil with, what's her face, kind of relationship. The nurse. Have you guys, have you guys watched Daredevil at all on Netflix? Oh, no. man. I, never I do know Rosario Dawson's Rosario character Dawson, thank you. Yes. as the yes, nurse. Yes, yes, yes. And she tends to, like, fix her up, all mm-hmm. the superheroes or whatever, when they get messed up or whatever. Um, yeah, that might be a thing. Because she was like, you can't keep doing Because when she was talking to him, and he was like, hey, what was his name? Orlin. Or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Orlin. Yes. And it was like, okay, she talking to him like a wife that like came home late or something. Like, yeah. You got to stop going out like that. Right. I'm like... 
Who is this? But you know, what also throws me off is the idea that um, she... Uh, so he's part of this timeline now because Nora was talking about when we got the flash. It was really cool to see the Flash Museum too. Um, that was awesome. But the league, the, yeah, exactly. There was a league reference that was so awesome. But it was it was also kind of like so. Did Nora being there make it so that now he's a part of this timeline all of a sudden? Because it seemed like he was part of the future before. Yeah, or. Or like, was it more so she was saying that you never catch him as though maybe he'll come a year or two. And I also noticed when they asked something about, oh, maybe he wasn't a metahuman. She said, well, Arrow tried and she she faded off. So I wonder if Arrow gets killed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe uh, she got to kill the Arrow, guys. I but, mean, uh, you know. All things must come to an end. So, uh, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I'm very interested. Uh, I think. Well, because she messed up the timeline because he started killing earlier than yes. he was supposed to. And then he also was killing different metas. Gridlocked and, and block. He didn't kill them different victims. before. Yeah. Different victims. So I don't think he necessarily is from... I think he still exists in the future. But yeah, I don't think he's necessarily something that developed... Well, I guess technically he did develop in the future if he's starting this earlier than... Yeah, because she's like, he's early. So I'm like, so what... I mean, I think maybe the difference is the idea of the daughter or something, but it's just kind of, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting. It's a great mystery. Yeah, I guess That's it would yeah. maybe be because of the daughter, because if in every other Earth it's David Hirsch and her timeline messed it up so it's not him anymore, then the daughter would probably have something to do Some with Some kind of effect on it. Yeah. But if the daughter is already in her little coma or whatever, because it seems like he has an issue with Cisco. Like, it seems like he has... Yeah, he wanted vibe for some reason. So it feels like maybe Cisco did something that somehow. Well, last effect. episode he picked up his his knife, and uh, I don't know if you noticed. Whenever like a meta is around it, their powers get dampened, and it kind of um, calls to uh, a meta. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I feel like hmm. Cisco was just chosen for this episode. You think okay. because of the prior episode, picking up the knife and everything, and it was the next person in line to die. It seemed really specific, like ultra specific. Like I'm wondering if we're gonna learn more as to why it it was him at that moment. Well, think, or is he going in some kind of order? I think maybe what it is alluding to is who he is as a person outside of Cicada. Like maybe he is a cop and he's doing his detective work of some sort because he went through all those newspapers and was finding clues as to who this person is and it led him to Joe. Hmm. And then uh I'm sure something's going to happen where he he saw the wedding photo of Barry and and Iris. Maybe he'll surmise Barry is the Flash as well because that kind of happens easily for baddies in this show. Yeah, everyone tends to figure out yeah. who Barry is. Um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, there's so much mystery. I mean, honestly, I mean, it, it actually depends on it. Like with everything, it's kind of like okay, but what could that mean? I mean, I like I love I that. like that. It's I love questions. I, yeah, cool. as opposed mm-hmm. to last season where it was just like, what does the thinker want? It's so many different plot lines yeah. of what does this all mean. I just really hope that this season isn't. I loved last, like I love the thinker as a villain, but I just hope it's not. Where we're literally like, please, for the love of God, tell us what's happening. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I was reading an article last a uh, few days ago. We might have multiple baddies. Yeah, like uh, Cicada will be a small arc, and then something else, and then another arc, and it all t- kind of kind of tie together. But we won't have him. 
for that long. I was going to say, I wonder if we're even, if he even really has anything to do with Barry's disappearance or if he's just. He might not. No. Yeah. It might be might, something else. It yeah. might, that might be something that develops later on in the mm-hmm. season. But I would be, I think I'd be okay if they do it like that if we get, if because then it, it kind of gives you like energy again like okay yeah instead of one long arc which kind of can falter and then you find a lot of like you know filler episodes when you can't focus on the main guy or something yeah so basically cisco ends up having to fake his own death Death. um which you know you kind of can assume something's gonna happen with death of a vibe i thought maybe he was just gonna lose his powers for good but i guess in a sense he is losing his powers because he can't really he can't go out his vibe anymore because he had Everyone thinks he's dead now. So, I mean, I guess he could do vibe stuff on the low, but he can't be vibe. Just Cicada thinks he's dead. Yeah. So he could just, they have a, a one up on him. That's all. I mean, they're going to use that card soon, I'm sure, to try and right. dupe him in some way. But does Cicada really think he's, like, I don't know if I, I think, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that Cicada fell for that. I think Nora facilitated that perfectly. Because she was the one that actually, what did she do, vibe him out? I don't know what that little thing was. I'm terrible with, but she vibed him out so it looked, you know, whatever. I think she facilitated it in a perfect way where maybe he really might actually be thrown off. Because he's not a meta. It's not like he can really read my, like, I don't know how, I know he's sharp, but how sharp could he possibly be? Like, I don't, I think he might have just actually missed that. I'm interested to see if, like, the his little lightning bolt, if it actually is just, it goes to who he wants it to go to, or mm-hmm. if it kind of has, like, a, it's almost like a tracking type of, like, once it hits someone, like, it has to go after that. Yeah. Because that would kind of make sense if that's why it, he went after Cisco, if it doesn't have anything to do with his daughter or yeah. his, like, vendetta. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, because well, Nora did say, sorry, what was it? Uh, I was just going to say his vendetta is just purely against Metas. Mm-hmm. It's not because of Cisco did something or he ties into his daughter. He said, uh, um, uh, I, I will finish when I'm done, meaning he wants to kill all Metas. He doesn't – he had a line to Flash saying a lo- something along the lines of you're protecting the Metas but like re- all the bad Metas but the- I just need to take care of them all. Uh, he wants everyone dead. Uh, so I feel like um, – I mean, I, he just picked Cisco for the episode. I just feel like in reality, though, he had so many opportunities to kill Barry, and he didn't. Well, he was, it looked like he was about to go after him, but then um, he put something, he touched himself or whatever, and mm-hmm. I guess he wasn't healed or whatever, and then he just flew off. Yeah. <laughs> like, just jumped just, and wasn't there anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, I do, that might have been the whole thing of, like, him being human or something and having to, to go back. Yeah. So. The thing with like metas and, and powers and everything, there's always a give and take to something. You can't be ultimate power and just – I mean in this episode, he used a lot of his powers, which could kind of hint towards why he wasn't healing as fast. He pulled yeah. the things to the side. He shocked Joe a lot. All these other prior episodes, we've only saw bits and pieces of him where he was just kind of one and done doing his thing and was overpowering. In this episode, he really used a lot of his powers. So he probably exhausted himself. Yeah, he could have gone after Barry, but uh, I think he might have depleted a little bit of his powers enough where, yes, he did get hurt. He got stabbed in the explosion or something happened. And because he did his mission, he didn't feel the need to continue and move forward. I think the knife uh, is only so powerful and it does drain him to a degree. Mm-hmm. We might find like see more of that in yeah. the next few episodes. 
I don't know. We will have to wait and see. Um, but before we hop into our predictions, let's hop into our com- or baddie. Baddie comic breakdown. Yes. Awesome. So uh, for today's episode, and just because it's called the baddie comic breakdown, guys, doesn't mean we're always going to highlight a bad guy. Um, given the episode is about Cisco, I chose to highlight Cisco. And little cool known fact about Cisco. He's been around for a little while now, so we have a bunch of different photos from – I think it's from the 80s into the 90s and up until now. We can take a look at it. What do you guys think compared to the costumes? Uh, would you uh, have wanted one of those big deep V? Co- I personally, yeah, <laughs> yeah pro That's to- totally 80s, but I don't know. In the comics, like Cisco's it. a pretty cool guy. Um, little known fact, which is, is great about this episode, and I'm glad he didn't die. C- oh, Cisco yes. and Vibe is known to die in the comic books. So the fact that this episode was the death of Cisco, I was almost like, oh, are they going to do something like this? The first time he died, he died in uh, the Justice League. Um, he was actually one of the first Justice League members to die in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was the first person to be inducted <laughs> into the uh, Hall of Fame, so to say, for, for Fallen, for fallen yeah. uh, Justice uh, members. And then when you move forward into the Trinity saga, he was in an underground type of Justice League. And when Superman and Batman... Batman and uh, Wonder Woman came back. He actually got his head uh, obliterated uh, through a laser beam and died again. And then he was only brought back to life through the Black Lantern and the Black Lantern, uh, the Black Lantern and the whole uh, Green Lantern saga that they had. And was yet again killed after he was attacking Gypsy and and Vixen. um, He was destroyed by Doctor Light. So. I'm happy, you know, he didn't die in this episode uh, to akin to the comic books. But, you know, there's a lot of like this shot right here. I feel like they really nailed it on the head with comic book comparison for now to uh, compare to the show. So it's one of the more better costumes, I would say, that they, they really nailed it on the and got it. What do you guys think? I'm still pro V. Pro V, 80s, huh? I think okay. this works for the I like. I, think I like this. I'm just saying you know. Very cool. Yeah, the V would have been like a lot. sexy Power Ranger. Oh <laughs> <laughs> sexy Power Ranger. But I like it. Yeah, let us know in the comments, guys. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, we checked the comments from the previous uh, episodes, so uh, I haven't been seeing much, but please let us know and we'll, we'll shout you out. Well, thanks for breaking it down, Zach. Yoo-hoo. Chauncey, you ready <laughs> to give these people the gossip? The news the and gossip. Tea, honey. What you Tony? Yeah, thank okay. you for that. I appreciated that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, the first news and gossip is that we are going to have John Wesley Ship. He will appear in the Arrowverse Elseworlds crossover that we've been hearing so much about. Plus, we're going to get a closer look at Grant in the in his arrow suit. We got a closer Woo-hoo. look of that. Um, as you can see, uh, the cast of Elseworlds, and if you can't see look it up for those of us, those of you who are listening, but I'll let you know that in the cast of Alice Worlds, um, it keeps growing. It has been confirmed that John Wesley Shipp, a.k.a. the original Flash from the 90s show, and Henry Allen on the CW's The Flash will appear in this year's Arrowverse crossover. Um, Stephen Amell shared an image on his Twitter account that showed Shipp wearing a Flash costume, a replica of his suit from the CBS, The Flash. Um, what could old Flash be doing in Elseworld, guys? I don't I don't know, but 
Listen, I know people got <laughs> mad at me for talking trash last week. I'm going to do it again. Stephen Amell looks like he bought that from Walmart, and it makes oh, me mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, just, I don't know what, maybe it's just the filter on this photo, but his... <laughs> His costume and Supergirl's, Supergirl's, the red looks weird, and hey. that really bothers me. But his costume <laughs> looks a little orange. I'm sorry for coming at your girl. You know I like her. <laughs> but I'm just saying, this photo in particular, it just looks like it's Friday. It's, you Grant know? looks awesome. Grant looks amazing. Yes, he, he does. looks so good in this arrow. Not too. bad at it at all. But I'm just saying. I'm digging it. Steven. And Steven, you know, he looks fine. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I want to focus on Grant. You're right. You're right. Like Look, in all honesty, I feel like they tried fitting him into Grant's suit. Like they, they don't have it. multiple suits of these. I feel like that, they that, let that it is... out a little bit, and right. he's really just busting at the yeah, seams. Yeah, maybe he's thick. <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, moving on from that, that's a you know great picture. You can check that out on Stephen Amell's um, Twitter account. Also, Candace Patton, our leading lady on the. Talked, uh, did a recent interview on the importance of showing Iris as a reporter. Um, if Patton had her way, we'll see more of Iris as a reporter this season. She says, it's never enough for me personally as an actress, she told Entertainment Weekly. I don't think we've really explored that enough on our show. She went on to say, I'm always pushing to see Iris as her true calling and in her true passion because I think it's really important for us to see women doing their jobs, not just being a love interest, but seeing how they contribute. I think Iris' contribution, not only as a team leader, is her passion, which is writing and being a journalist. Um, do we want to see more? Of yes, Iris, a journalist? yes. Yeah, I, I think, can't I argue think, with that at all. Yeah, it's gotten a great response. Mm-hmm. Response her being a journalist. People, and I think it really actually fits in the show. It makes sense. They're always investigating stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yes, give us multi-dimensional female characters, please, and thank you. <laughs> and finally, uh, Danielle Panabacker, our uh, Caitlin Killer Frost herself, uh, did a recent interview where she talked about the upcoming crossover and directing an episode of The Flash. Um, Danielle recently did an interview where she talked about the upcoming crossover and how she will be the first female actress of the Arrowverse to direct an episode of their show. After five years, y'all, and how many years of Arrow? Like Seven, she's the first eight. woman to actually. So that's kudos to her. Right. On the cross, on the crossover, Danielle said, "I was saying to to Beth Schwartz that I'm excited about this crossover because it feels a little bit more like the first one we did. It's going back to a much smaller cast of characters doing the crossovers this time, going from show to show. There's really not that many of us. It's nice. It actually feels a little nostalgic, and the show has new characters, so I get to travel and play on other shows." On directing, she said, yeah, it's something I've been thinking about and asking about for a little while now. I'm just so proud. What's actually been really cool is the number of women who, after that, have reached out and said, how did you do this? How did you direct? It's been really nice to share this information. So often we're taught to keep that information to ourselves because the success of somebody else might diminish our own success. And that's not true at all. It's been really nice to support other women, hopefully directing as well. Um, So that sounds really cool. The one thing I will say about that. I haven't heard Candace talk anything about the crossover. And she was at Universal Studios yesterday. Um, I didn't get a chance to highlight that. But they were at the Universal Studios Mm -hmm. Horror Night. So she's not filming. And I know there's always been a thing where people have called for Candace to play a little bit more of a a part when it comes to these crossovers. So it's, a don't know, it's a little disheartening to hear that Danielle's all up in it and Candace doesn't seem to be mentioning it all. I don't know. What do you guys think? Gossip. <laughs> yeah, I just like I just feel as far as a character. I mean, and I guess we'll have to see how the season goes and see, you know, how Killer Frost comes back in or whatever. But I just feel as characters as a whole, Iris is the more 
like scene grabbing character in my opinion and so it would just make more sense for her to be in the crossover than necessarily caitlin but hopefully it comes together (laughs) yeah i would just have to agree because iris is so much of a they're all main characters but it just iris doesn't have that second personality as like a meta or something like she had her moment but it just makes sense for her to show up to me as who she is because you know we're gonna see felicity (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) i didn't watch the other show but i already mm. (laughs) so we're gonna see felicity and it seems like we're guys you got the scoop here first we're definitely gonna see caitlin but will we see iris in this elseworlds crossover let us know what you think have to find out Fingers crossed. <laughs> or we riot. Just <laughs> we I, don't like riot. That. I like that response. At least Cisco didn't die, so there's no rioting to We don't riot. Yes, because I, I was afraid for Damn. Joe for a second. Woo! I was like, yes. let me tell you something. You take Papa Joe off this show. <laughs> we will riot. The streets will burn. Okay? <laughs> we don't play that game here. But what we do play are predictions, and we're going to hop into them right now. We started. Oh, yes. We're bringing, we're bringing it back. Shout out to Anthony for bringing us to Speed Force again this season. <laughs> Zach. Pass that bad boy over here. Mm-hmm. Speed Force. Are we good? So, I held this in when we were talking about Wells before because I wanted to say it tonight. <laughs> okay. For Predictions. I think they are going to create a voice modulator so that he doesn't have to do that French accent the entire time. <laughs> wow. I would hope for that because then we'll have some real good moments and he could just be Sherlock, Sherlock Wells or however you want to say that. I don't know. It's a stretch. It probably won't happen. But it could. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah, that's my prediction. There you go. <laughs> Well, I was very taken aback by the, um, you know, what's coming up next. And I said this last time, but now it looks like I'm actually going to finally get a little bit of what I want to see is what the heck did Iris do to Nora? I just have to know because even, you know, that moment when Nora and Barry were together and they're like, oh, you know, they're all together and it's like, let's move in the house. And she's like, okay, thanks, dad. Gives him a hug. And she's still cold shouldering, you know, Iris. And I just want to know where that's coming from. So it's it, it looks like next week. I might actually get an answer so I can um, relax and be excited about that. So that's kind of the main thing I'm looking forward to, along with wondering what Nora is up to. So let's find all that out. Yes. And I, man, I am drawing a blank. I He took, my, he took the voice modular. You got the thing with Nora. Oh. Um, I think hopefully... Um, we'll find a little bit more about Cicada, Cicada, uh, next episode, maybe more of Chris Klein without the mask on trying to, um, you know, cause it looks like the next episode, Nora is like being like controlled or something like that. I don't know if that has something to do with him. Um, I don't think it does. It might just be a subplot of some sort, mm-hmm. but, um, it'd be interesting to, to see where that goes. Um, I like the... The voice thing, but maybe he's just faking that accent. He could be faking the accent. You know, <laughs> not mad at that. He might that. be from Jersey. That's a possibility. Yeah, he's from Jersey. He's, from he's Jersey. a mess already. So yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised by that if he was faking it. Um, but my prediction, mm, I don't know. I, I'm really interested. I refuse to believe Iris really did something wrong. Yeah. I just think, I think she just didn't want to talk about Barry and probably went into, like, a deep depression. And, you know, it was probably not an ideal situation to grow up in. But I don't think 
she necessarily did anything. You seen what the chat's saying? Well, super bad. You're saying she found another man. Listen, I don't think so. Sometimes I could happen. I if if Barry disappeared, I would hope that Iris would be able to find love again, and that's the T. That's how I feel. Yes, <laughs> sure. <laughs> the situation. But you guys let us know in the chat, in the comments, on Twitter, everywhere. Basically, that you can find us. Um, what you guys think of this episode? What you guys think of next week? Do you think you know Sherlock Wells's accent is real? Let us know. <laughs> Until next time, I'm your girl Drew Jones. You can find me on all the things at OK Drew J. Oh, and I'm going to be at LA Comic Con uh, moderating the Eyes of Esque panel with Master P and Lil Romeo. So check Ooh, me out on awesome. Saturday. And you can find me on Twitter at Miss Chanta KR. And also, you can find all my movie reviews on Rotten Tomatoes since I am an official critic on the website. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And I am Jamie Alexander. You can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. You guys, my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all across social media at Zach with a CH Silverman, too. And catch me Sunday nights on Supergirl. I just joined the panel. We uh, tape at 10 o'clock. It's really fun. Season four. Woo. Until next time, guys. We'll see you all later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of After Buzz TV or its owners or principals.